It's a stupidly small podcast. It's late Tuesday, October the 3rd, 2017. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart Farrell. Wow, we are really pushing the boundaries of the friendship. uh, Sleeping in on the school holidays. Mm. (laughs) Sleeping in on the school holidays, I do apologise. Yes, I've got a a couple of... I have been making it very late in the mornings. And you know you love daylight savings? Yep. I loved daylight savings before I had children as well. Children uh, do, do make daylight savings a little bit harder. So, uh, and blind. Mm, yes. Uh, Stuart, how are you today? How's uh, uh, Tigerland? Oh, really? We, is the sheen starting to come off? Are we feeling the come down a little bit? Are it's we? over. It's over now. Um, oh, I can't dear. continue the party, and uh, I've, oh, I've no. got I've got the real uh, downers. Um, you know, like they. Uh, oops, you poor darling. This, well, this used to have. Had to be how you used to feel after your party big, you know, when you're young, and uh, then you'd feel really sad a couple of days later. Then, well, this Theater. is theatre's the same. Well, yeah. but I'm having an exy cry cry as well, so it's it's uh, uh, not an exy cry cry. Yeah, <laughs> we so haven't had it, one of those for a while. Well, it's happening. I, I'm at this the crossroads for, for for new listeners. Exy cry cry is, of course, an existential crisis. Yes. Right. Why? <laughs> what are you? What's are you? What's your crossroad? Let's talk well, you through it. Well, let's talk. What are we talking? A potential midlife crisis, I think. It's uh, oh, wow. well, you know, you you some you you walk the dogs and you go, what the hell am I doing? It's uh, where am I going and what is the point? And oh. so, uh, and then you start thinking, well, money's a little bit tight at the moment, and every week there seems to be like a multi-hundred-dollar bill coming in, like like. Mm. Yeah. You know, you talk, you hear people talking about uh, oh, how me so tense. it's getting just, expensive like out every, there. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I'm actually putting it together now. Like once yeah. upon a time, you could make a make a wage; it was all right. Yeah, and you could, if you live sort of frugally, you could probably set yourself up a little bit. Yeah, but seriously, but between uh, a car, the car, and then insurance, yeah. and then yeah. this, and then that, yeah. and you, you got yeah. How do people do it? I no, mean, I, I seriously don't know. And, I, and this is not a uh, – but I've, and I've said this out loud. I don't know how people can afford to have families. I don't know. I yeah. just don't know how yeah. you could be living yeah. with two dependent people underneath you. It's kind it's, of a relief to hear you say that. I um, read a thing the other day. I, I mean, it's, it does. this is being documented everywhere. So it's not mm. like – it's no, not We're like, not breaking I, ground here. No, no, but also, you know that feeling where, where you think, I'm sure this is how my parents felt, <laughs> all that stuff. I'm not sure they a- did. I'm sure they must this have is had the, pressure. But. They would have had pressure for sure, but, the, but this is a phenomenon that is the, – they said there was an article the other day that I actually couldn't bring myself to read, mm. but the headline was something like – the, for the for young people, it's just going to get harder and harder and harder. So you're, yeah. if you're having if you've got kids, they're just going to have a really tough time to try and uh, like you know live to the standard that you live, kind of thing. Well, like, I really think it's up to parents if they can do it. To I think if I was a parent today, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what am I doing I, wrong? No, no. I my all-consuming thought would be how do I set up my children to be able to face the future? Like, and by that I mean not only with an education and stuff, yeah, but financially. Like, there's no such thing now as like once upon a time, right? Say, say my gen- generation, hmm. right? Or even the one before me, but probably mine. Uh, you know, if you if you stayed at home living with your parents, or if you took from your parents, you were a real moocher. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unless, of course, some bad circumstance uh, you experienced and you you needed help, which is that's different. But if you were just sort of lazy and you you didn't take any opportunities, uh, and you just took uh, the easy handout, then. Th- but 
I think that will be the the norm. Like I, I for for like middle Australia, not um not just yeah. rich kids or, or yeah. Or, but the, the norm will be if you, if, and I think that the norm of parenting will be that you have to try and set up the next generation in a bigger way. Like I mean, that's been in some in some uh, cultures that's been the way anyway. But I think it'll be the norm across the board. It'll be. I, I just can't see. Stop. Stop. And, I also, no, too... and I speak to young people in my travels and I say to all of them. <laughs> speak to young people. <laughs> in my travels, in my I speak travels, to them. Yes. They come to me to and, and ask, Stuart, give me some advice. You learn <laughs> Do man. they? Do they really? Is they that what do. they say? <laughs> well, I say, you come here, I'm giving you advice. <laughs> That's right. And um, I tell you one thing I always say to them now. Though you're such a classic. You really are 100. Yeah. What? I what do you say, say, old man? No, I say, do your best at school. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but but if you if you no really, totally, but totally. and I'll, I'll just say education is so important. And uh, if you can go to university, if you're interested in university, do it. Um, but also, you must try and follow your passion. But the thing is, Lauren, <laughs> I sound like a cliche. Yeah, really uh, it's it's yeah. so like I'm look. I was speaking to you before we started the show this morning, and is it a show? It's a, well, it's, this one might not be, but yeah, keep no, going. <laughs> this one's the grinding of the gears performance. Yes. Um, and and I was saying how I'm not qualified to do anything, right? And how my, uh, what's the word? See, I can't even think of words anymore. Um, but my apathy towards uh, being part of the system or my anti... Anti-establishment. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say yeah. that. I was hardly like a, a, a lunatic, but I was like, I don't need to do that, man. Like, these people have all got it wrong sort of thing, and, and right. I had no one telling me else, you know, otherwise, yeah. Yeah. which isn't anyone else's job. Well, it would be now. I would say parents, you really have to tell them otherwise. You yeah. know, you, parents do know better, um, yeah. some parents. And yeah. <laughs> the thing is, well, they do. Um, yeah. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, anyway, so now I, I'm at an age now where – if you listen to, geez, old media really gets you down because, oh, you know. <laughs> I think today anything 50, gets you 50, down. If you're 50, you're unemployable. I'm like, oh, what? And uh, so I, as I rock it towards that age, yeah. I mean, I'm quite a few years off it. Yes. But, um, you know, with the the lack of skills really starts to uh, show up. And so I start thinking, do I give up on my quest to find the holy grail of uh, employment and settle into some mediocre thing that will provide me with at least a guaranteed uh, payment at the end of the week? No. So here's what I think. Can I just Mm. uh, derail things a little bit here? So, uh, you know, we've talked before about how the jackpot is studies like early childhood and all Mm -hmm. that stuff. And in his research work that he Mm -hmm. does, um, he's found out that you know I, we've I've talked about this on the potty before, but that 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 people do things like we have computers in schools and we teach children yeah. coding and things, and he's like, yeah. who cares? Yeah. Like that was that was the future when I was a kid, and there right. weren't any there weren't any computers in the classrooms, and people didn't know it was the future. And I rolled about people playing computer games, and those mm-hmm. people became millionaires, you know, billionaires, whatever. <laughs> So, um, but listen, so what he says is what you need for the future. And, you know, there are jobs jobs that are more future-proof, like engineering, things like that, jobs that, jobs Mm. that, you know, and and those kind of, that education sets you up for a whole bunch of other stuff. Anyway, he said, but but also it's, and you disagree with this, but it's your 
people skills. So increasingly, people do not understand how to communicate with other human beings. Right. And the more we rely on technology, the less human the less human development, the human involvement is required at all, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, like for instance, I was down at uh, a television studio recently, Bloody and yeah, you know, I was just waiting for the ding. Actually, uh, there we go. And I was down at a television studio, and there was, and the person showing me through it was a new studio, right? And the person showing me through the studio was like, "Hey, is look at this! Nine? No, right. look at this! How great is this? Um, this is the brand new studio, and you see these all these cameras. They're all operated by." Um, robots. So we don't need any people in here at all, except for the people who are doing the show. And I was like, <laughs> "Great! How fantastic!" Like <laughs> those. There used to be. And what, what the person was saying was, there used to be sort of six people in that room mm. with you know years and years of skills that are no longer there. So what's happening is they're replacing. They're literally machines are doing the jobs. But what that means is that 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 people who are smart and who are good at actual human stuff mm-hmm. they're required because that's the stuff that computers can never do so right. if you are not a narcissist like not raised with no you know you've got to you've got to have human skills like the ability to self-analyze the ability to critique you know have people critique you yeah. um the ability to uh, be resilient emotionally mm-hmm. right it's not even these are these are skills and and the jackpot would argue, and so would science, that these skills start really early. Um, but the, the, those things you need, to, but also that ability to, to have a convo with someone, to be able to communicate um, in a way that's, I suppose, charming or at least, you know, helpful for, for getting things done cl- with, with clarity, all those things. And so what... I was saying to you before off air is you need to connect to people and you need to say, hey, dude, you know that thing you're doing? Hey, look at me. I do that thing. Let's do it together. You know what I mean? Mm. The more you do those kinds of things and the more you create yourself a little community uh, like work-wise, then the better things go for you. And I have never had better examples of this than there there is a person I used to work with in my law talking job Mm. and I reckon – and I was about the same as we're, – we're quite similar in this way. We're, we're not similar people, but in this way we're quite similar. Mm. About oh, a good 20% of what we do did in our work was not on our job description. Mm. It was being good at talking through things with people and like it was, you know, it was all that sort of that, – that, the non-hard skills or whatever they're called. Wow. And I swear it's why we were in our jobs. Like okay. you could have easily replaced us with more qualified people. But you were good communicators. But we were good communicators and we were good at problem solving and like other colleagues would go, hey, can I bounce something off? You know, like and, and you'd, you'd, we'd go to a thing, uh, like a work event and there'd be lots of other people there and we'd know all the people because we talked to people and that, that, that sort of – I'm not uh, – it's, it's not a job that I, um, you know, necessarily – wanted to like be in forever and I'm no longer Mm. in it but it was I I I often thought um like let's put it this way I almost didn't get hired because I almost because I I didn't quite match up to the and you've only almost got a law degree (laughs) what do you mean well yeah you didn't quite 
I got a law degree. Did you get admitted to the bar? No. So in Australia, you don't get admitted. Well, yeah, there's not a – it's different from America. In America, you sit at bar exam. Right. And in Australia, you don't do that. You do articles. Well, no. That so the bar, oh, barrister, being a bar, barristing, I nearly said being a barrister <laughs> is different from being a. Lawyer. Excuse me, I'd like to work here for the law centre. I'm very interested in barristing. Wow, this one's a good communicator. It's a bit embarrassing. I know yes. uh, it sounds like I was boasting about being a good communicator. What I was saying was, oh, it was purely the only. It was it was purely why. Like I looked at the job and the job description and how come they nearly didn't give it to me and they nearly gave it to somebody else. Mm. And I went, yeah, totally, fair enough. But that doesn't factor in the human stuff, which is why I, I'm staying here. It's why I, it's, so you're a people person? Oh, I am a bit, yeah. Passionless Despite, people person. I'm a, I'm a passionless arms lengthening people person. Thanks, Stu. Anyway, the point is, uh, what was I just about to say? We're talking about, oh, barristing. Yep. Yeah, no, I did finish a law degree, but in order right. to practice in mm-hmm. Victoria, you need to get a practicing certificate. You didn't do that. And that bit was was called articles. There's now a whole other kettle to no, pass on. I but no, um, I didn't do that. You know, speaking of um, learning, can I just quickly, before we move into uh, the very important small injustices this mm-hmm. morning, Lauren Clark. Which I'm going to flip on its head, yep. <clears throat> but can, can I just say one thing about learning and where, where learning is really taking the mickey? And, yes. <laughs> and that's when it comes to learning, dr- learning to drive. Now, yesterday, Lauren Clark, <laughs> now I, I, for some reason I am cursed. Everywhere I, I live or yeah. move to yeah. seems to be an area that's popular <laughs> with driving schools. They test out the... Yeah, and they test out the reverse parking outside of every house I've ever lived that in. That is so good. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's so good. It's so well suited to you. Oh. It's so, good. so I'm just, I'm standing there yesterday and I just, and I say it's all day, every day, every driving school in uh, regional Victoria, thank you, Lauren Clark, it comes through and decides they're going to reverse park around my property and car. Now, I just think, and so it got to the point yesterday, actually, I just, stood on my porch oh like a nutcase <laughs> and let the learner driver and the teacher know that I was watching them because I, nobody, my nobody property. Because park more than somebody with their arms crossed watching you. Well, I know, especially the reverse parallel park, whatever they call it. But the thing is, why oh, should my car be used so as a live uh, <laughs> testing object? You know, like, and I can bet you right now, because I reckon the learner, the, the driving teacher yeah. could be potentially one of the dodgiest, uh, uh, like, sneakiest professions. Oh, really? It, well, I reckon they're like, they're, they're the ding masters in that, oh, <laughs> clip, oop, clip, we just clipped that person's car. Oh, no, don't worry about that. That's fine. Just keep going back and we'll just drive off out of here very quickly. Like, I'm not, I'm not entirely convinced oh. they're leaving a lot of notes under windscreens. Uh, you don't think they hit though, because they've got controls under their own feet, you know. Uh, I'm not sure if that's the case, is it? I, yes, I always, it is. I always thought that was the case, but then I, I don't remember. Oh, there was in my mine. guy having. Um... My guy, my guy slammed the brakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Was it when you tried to U-turn in front of a moving tram? <laughs> <laughs> you really a hologram of children in the back. <laughs> oh no! You gave, gave me the wave. No, and so, am I out of line? Yeah, well, you're uh, an old man. You're 107, really. But this particular learner driver was really bad. Dude, if you've got off-street like or on-street or whatever it is parking, yeah, yeah, yeah. what street. is it? Off-street parking? It's on-street because if on you're off-street, you're off the street. Because it's on the street. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, on-street parking. Yeah. What? 
when you go into the sh- supermarket, which mm. I know you do because you're a Love um, it. I consumer. think the supermarkets are <clears throat> yeah. one of the great, uh, last great Somebody industries So when you do here. that, there yeah. are people parking all around your car all the time. Somebody no. pranged mine the other day. You yeah, can't watch it all. It's I'm, just well, you're, you've just decided to go out and intimidate some poor – But this is business. No, this is just like the personal trainers in the park, right? So mm. we're setting up power to run here so you can't walk anywhere around this part of the park now. If, and I think, if you know, this hit, is a private business. This is when they this hit your car. a private oh, businessman. Come on. Business if, you that, if, you, if they hit your car, let's mm-hmm. talk. But yeah, they have. But how do I know? I can't sit out there on my porch all day watching the learner drivers, can I? I get, nev- <laughs> I I get nothing done. <laughs> Laptop comes out the front. Working yeah. from home takes on a whole oh. new meaning. <laughs> Give me a shotgun. <laughs> The Small Injustices theme song. Good to have Stuart it back. Farrell, I do love it. It's mainly yes. the whole reason why I do this like segment, which I'm about to flip completely oh. on its head. Because I don't have a small injustice. I have a small victory. Oh, great. Well, positivity is good. Yeah, yes, good. Okay. Yes, yes. But it's very little. And that's what we have to remember that every time we do a small injustice, we go, oh, but that's so tiny. We can't complain about that. But that's the point mm. of small injustices. And that's the All point right. of small victories, okay? So I went uh, – the other day I went to something with my family, with the, just the, me and the jackpot and the kids. And mm. the jackpot goes, why don't you – it was in Bridge Road. It was near Bridge Road. Mm. jackpot goes, why don't you get out here? Because you said you needed to get some, like, clothes. And you know me and clothing. There is an article – in fact, I may link to it – about how there's this mm. new thing people are trying to do, right, for women. Because women devote all this time and energy to getting – ready to look this perfect thing that they're supposed to look, right? Mm-hmm. And they do their makeup for like 400 years and things like that. And, mm. and, and this thing says, you know what? You are wasting valuable time where you could be doing creative projects. You could be enjoying time Cooking by yourself your or man. time with your family. You could be, you know, having an independent existence. And Cleaning the house. Stuart. <laughs> I, anyway. I had to go back for a second because you wouldn't buy it in the first. <laughs> anyway, so... All of the uh, – anyway, mm. the, the point is uh, – it just distracts me when you do that. It makes me want to defend it. It makes me want to go well, – Well, anyway. that is pretty ridiculous and it's indefensible. Anyway, so it, all of that – so and, you know, that thing of – like I don't really wear – I don't wear makeup. I sometimes put on lipstick occasionally but I own mm, two of them. Noticeable. Literally two of them. And I don't – it takes me ten minutes to get ready because I and, – and this is what this article said. There's this whole movement that's starting – Mm. And it's called something like the 10 Outfits Movement or something. And it's like, try and get only 10 outfits. I know it's hard, but if you try and get 10 outfits that mitch, miss, you know, can match together, mm. um, then you cut down on all of this time and you then become somebody who can still look nice, but you basically mm. have a uniform. It's like having a uniform a little yeah. bit, yeah. Um, but you can have different stuff. But just try and cut it down to 10. And I'm like... You mean bring it up to 10, right? Like literally, <laughs> I am the, and, and I have always, I've never cared about this stuff. I couldn't care about it what? less. I've always said to you, I could wear a, uh, if I were allowed to wear like a jumpsuit every day, I would. Because well, you I do, but your sta- jumpsuit consists of a leather jacket and tracksuit pants. <laughs> anyway, the point mm. is, mm. it's not my, it's not my bag, but it, but it, it, it's not just not my bag. Like I, I do think that it comes from a place of like, rebelling against what's expected of me 
I know that's not a very amazing rebellion, but no. I, it, I just dig my heels in and I'm like, screw it. I'm not interested in buying into that. I never liked it. Sorry. It's part of my like slightly oddly figured out feminism from when I was younger, right? Anyway. Yeah. So there's this whole movement designed to do this. So I loved that. I found that uh, an article and I was like, yes, everybody, be more like me. <laughs> but <laughs> actually, you've seen the one pair of shoes that I own. It, they, it's, it's, Which tr- ones? The black oh, no, boots? Yeah, they were sort of dark blue boots. Yeah, I probably haven't seen them lately. No. Destroyed. And I've been worrying about it. Destroyed. Completely destroyed. So anyway, the jackpot goes, get out here. It's Bridge Road. Everything's on sale because then you won't resent it. Mm-hmm. You know, that mm-hmm. Seinfeld quote, whatever you're thinking. If you, you oh, know. suckers pay retail. That's it. So I went in and got some things, right? Not many, just a few. Mm. Spent the whole time going, I cannot believe women pay this much for clothes. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> God, you'd and be a wonder to shop with. Listening to the disgusting music that's in the shops that's and all true. that stuff. And went home and went, thank God. Like I did it in an hour and a half, two hours maybe. So by myself. Outfits. No, but I, I, um, in two hours, I just did a hit. I'm like, uh, you know, like a bloke, which is the, 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 um, cliches. A bloke Mm -hmm. just goes, oh, I'm just going to get two shirts. And like, so do I. I go, oh, you're going to get two. Like, I'm, I'm, because why shouldn't I be, right? Mm -hmm. I resent it. So I did that, did a hit, went home, went, um, did it. Hooray. Hurrah. It's all done. Went home. And that night I had to go to a thing and I had planned to wear the skirt, one of the skirts that I got. Mm Mm-hmm. Went home, went to pull it on. You know, this is 10 minutes before I'm supposed to be in the Uber or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Put the skirt on and went, oh, God damn it. It's got one of those jiggers on it, stuck on oh, it. Oh, so the jigger. You know, the jigger that oh, makes no, the, the door go beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh, come on. This sucks. You should just warn and say it's what everyone's doing in Paris. <laughs> There'll be an article about it soon. Yeah. Anyway, I wore the other skirt, but I was annoyed. And mm. I was like, okay, I'm back to bloody Bridge Road. Anyway. And I said that to my mum. Mum was like, no, you don't. Go to any shop. Go to any oh, shop yes. and go take this off for me. And I was like, well, they don't care because she said, no, who cares? Anyway, so I went, went to a shop up the road, right, mm. <clears throat> close to me. And I said to her, hi, do you, do you, can you take this off? She said, oh, we don't have that sort here. Went to another mm. shop. Oh, we don't have that sort here. Went, oh God. And she said, Where'd you get it? I said, Bridge Road in sales. And she, in the, one of those sale joints. And she goes, Yeah, that's usually where you see these ones. You don't see them <laughs> around here. Oh, yeah. So it's like the cheapo one. <laughs> anyway, and she looked at me, this woman, and talking yeah. about what we were talking about before, where you're doing, like, her job on paper is like sell stuff to people, right? Yeah, yeah. But she good. looked at me and I saw her look in her eye and I went, What? And she said, Just, just hang here for a sec. Mm-hmm. And she got on her little walkie-talkie thing. She said, hey, Dave. And there was a dude called Dave from, who went, uh, yep. <clears throat> and she said, have you got any of those old, like, you know, things? And she sort of described She said, two clicky bits on the side. And, like, and he's like, oh, uh, hang on. I'll just have a look here. And then he goes away. And then, and then she, he just we're, just, we're just chatting. And then you just see this head popping around the corner. And he goes, is it this one, Janelle, or whatever? Mm. And she goes over and she goes, it is. Whoosh, takes it off for me and gives it to me. Goes wow. to that little extra bit of effort. Didn't have to do it for anyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, small victory. Small victory. Very small victory and a very <laughs> helpful victory. This is almost how- too big a victory for small victories. 
Yeah, it is actually. Isn't it? Yeah, it's borderline. <laughs> it's borderline. But I did think, hooray for Janelle. And you're going to buy something from Janelle next time? I did. I bought something then. Well, and smart. I, do you know what I thought when I was walking away? No. I thought she doesn't care about that. What I should do is write like an email or a ring the shop or speak to like this is what the jackpot used to reckon when he used mm. to work in the Maya toy department mm-hmm. he used to say if people write in you know fill out a customer complaints form and it says this person did an amazing job and really helped me mm-hmm. that does you so much good if you're like just a person on the floor where was it Ishka no it wasn't Ishka it was in <laughs> the other direction but <laughs> wasn't Ishka <laughs> You know, you're classic. You're just always trying to figure out the details of exactly where it's completely irrelevant to the story. Yeah. No, it was a shop. It was one of the shops in Ligon Street. It was like one of the, huh? you know, 